welcome to the Girl Tries Life podcast, where we show you that women are capable of absolutely incredible things with the right tools, strategies, and mindset in place. I'm your host, Victoria Smith, a stress reduction coach who's all about showing you how you can stress less, live more, and actually enjoy your daily life. Now, today on the podcast, we are launching a super fun challenge. Um, I'll talk to you a little bit more about that. But first, I want to let you know that the Girl Tries Life podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. This episode of Girl Tries Life is brought to you by Storylines, a podcast from women in film and television Alberta. Storylines highlights some of our province's most successful women in film and TV, both behind the camera and in front of it. Host Sheena Rossiter shares more about what to expect from this podcast. You can find Storylines on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it at wifta.ca, that's W-I-F-T-A dot C-A. I'm Sheena Rossiter, the host of Storylines, a podcast brought to you by Women in Film and Television Alberta. It's a podcast for filmmakers by filmmakers, but it's also a podcast for film and television lovers. We've been speaking with some of the most successful women in film and television with links to Alberta, and we'll hear about everything from how they got their start in the industry, I was writing before I could even spell. I think it's in your blood. To getting a behind-the-scenes look at some of their best projects. Oh, it was really difficult to get broadcasters on board. And hearing about some of the obstacles they faced along the way. We're making waves, but there's still some barriers to power and access that we're still facing. These stories of determination and persistence are the storylines that make up these women's careers. Join me, Sheena Rossiter, as we hear from some of the brightest minds in film and television from in front of and behind the camera. Subscribe now to Storylines wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, follow your storylines. We can't wait to see where they lead. I want to give a little shout out to a fellow Alberta Podcast Network member. So I want to give a shout out to Perspectives YYC. Perspectives YYC is hosted by David Yoon, and I really wanted to give him a shout out because later this month, we're going to have his wife, Helen Yoon, on the podcast to talk about uh, sparking joy through your space, tidying up all that good stuff and how it actually relates to your stress. Now, Perspectives YYC is a fabulous podcast, and it's Calgary interviews with local artists, creatives, and incredible people who are creating initiatives, pieces, and general art history here in Calgary. One of my interview, one of the interviews that I found really, really fascinating, it's back from February 20th. It's with Alice Lamb, who is a Calgarian community builder and advocate. She is the founder of the Tiger Stut Flea Market. And I've actually seen so much of her on social media lately, uh, both how she's running a business during the pandemic and how she is supporting the community throughout. So I think it was a really interesting interview to have done pre-pandemic. I think she'd also be a, you know, a really interesting person to connect with post-pandemic pandemic. So if you want to find out more, you go to perspectivesyyc.com forward slash podcast. Okay. I am unbelievably excited today because today, July 1st, we are kicking off the stress less habits challenge. So if you're completely new to this, the stress less habits challenge is where each month we're going to take on a new micro habit change 
master it. And then the next month we're going to add on a new habit. So these micro habit shifts, once you layer them on top of each other, they're really going to help you stress less, live more and build resilience, which is what we all need right now. Now, I know that lasting stress reduction, lasting change, it doesn't come from a week at the spa or a weekend getaway with your friends. Those things are great. Trust me, I love a good vacation. But most of us use them as a band-aid to solve the problems in our life. We, you know, we've worked so hard, we need a vacation, all those things. You don't want a band-aid. You want habits and changes that are going to last. So if you want to join in on the challenge and get all the emails with the information and bonus resources, go to stresslesshabits.com and you can sign up there. So July's challenge, which was announced to our, our email list today, is to find five minutes of pure joy a day. Now, I explain in the email why this is so important, so I'm really not going to repeat myself here. But this podcast episode in particular is about the four principles that you need to make a habit stick. So what I'm describing comes primarily from the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. If you do not already have a copy, buy one. Buy a physical copy because I guarantee this is a book you're going to want to highlight, bookmark, make notes, you name it. It is one of the best resources. Think of it like how we used to have dictionaries on our shelves when we were younger. This is the book that will be on your shelf for the rest of your life. It is so helpful. Now, Whenever I chat uh, about habits with audiences in my stress reduction workshops, I ask them how long they think it takes to make a habit stick. And I usually get some sort of variation of 21 days, 30 days, 60 days, or 90 days. My guess is that most people are basing those numbers off of like diet books or other proclamations by experts that this is how long it takes. Now I'm also willing to bet that you've committed to something full force for 30 days and then something petered out, like you just lost steam. Wait a second, wasn't 30 days like the magic number? How come it didn't stick? Because you didn't have the key principles in place. So according to James Clear, there are four principles that you need to make a habit stick, to make any behavior change stick. And if you don't have those, it's very unlikely that your habit change will stand the test of time. So James Clear calls these the four laws of behavior change. In short, if you want to make something stick, you have to make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. So let's break that down a little bit further. Make it obvious sounds really simple, but you need to make your environment work for you and not against you. So I used to suck at taking my daily medication. Like, And the knock-on effect of not taking that medication is that I would get more tired. It's harder for me to lose weight or keep weight off. You would think that those things would be motivation enough to remember to take it every single day. But I just like forgot constantly. So in order to make my medication obvious, I did two things. First, I placed the pill bottle next to the coffee maker because you know I am not forgetting my morning coffee. And to take it a step further, since I'd still occasionally forget, I now write the letter P next to our daily meal plan each day so that whenever I take my pill, I erase the letter P so that I don't have to second guess myself later as to whether I took it or whether I did or not. So if you're participating in our stress less habits challenge, how can you make each month the habit obvious? Now, July is all about five minutes of joy a day. So why not schedule it in on your calendar or set an alarm? Now, I can already hear you saying, but Victoria, shouldn't joy just be spontaneous? Shouldn't it just happen? Yes, in a perfect world, joyful moments should happen multiple times a day, and they will, 
But if you're really stressed and overwhelmed, you might be really struggling to find those moments right now. So first you need to make it a habit. And that's true of any of these habits that we're going to tackle in our stressless habits challenge. So can you write the word joyful or whatever the word is for the habit that you're approaching on a sticky note and place it somewhere obvious? Can you make joyful July your screensaver? Like do this with each monthly habit and you'll find making it obvious makes it happen. So next, make it easy. Unless something is truly satisfying, more on that in a second, (laughs) we don't like a challenge. How many swear words have escaped your mouth when trying to build Ikea furniture that comes with like a 40-page manual? I know profanities have flown like rockets from my mouth. You know why I used to go to Starbucks daily? Yes, I like the Americanos my, to the point that my kids even say, Grande no room Americano. You know I've got to have it when that's, uh, when that's happening at home. I went to Starbucks daily because it was easy. It's right by my house, the drive-thru was never busy, and the app just makes it so simple for me to spend a lot of money on a daily luxury. Enter COVID-19, and the storefront closed, the lineup at the drive-thru took like 20 to 30 minutes, and my budget was tighter than it's ever been, so that easy, joyful daily luxury became difficult, time-consuming, and a budget line that I could no longer enjoy. So COVID-19 made it hard and the habit fell away, hopefully for good, right? So how can you make a new habit easy? What barriers can you take out of your way? A big component to make something easy, in my opinion, is to break it down. Don't set your day's goal to be so gargantuan that it's like too intimidating to even tackle. You need to break down your list into micro tasks, which will feel easy, and then you knock them down one by one by one. That's why I'm making these micro challenges for the Stressless Habits Challenge small so that they feel easy in terms of time. Okay, next we got to make it attractive. You can tell me kale is a superfood all day long, but I find it bitter and disgusting. Same with the benefits of fermented food. Like I know it's amazing for your gut, but it does not appeal to me, so it is never going to stick as a habit for me. This is a key reason why diets fail like 90% of the time for people, they're not attractive to stick to. Going to the gym, not attractive for me. I don't like the bright lights. I don't like the clinking of weights or like the feeling of comparing myself to others. But an at-home or even an in-studio bar workout, much more appealing to me based on community, activity, and environment. So, you know, we're talking food and exercise here, but like how can you make whatever the habit is you're wanting to, you know, adopt, how can you make it more attractive? First off, if you find the habit so repulsive that you don't even want to do it, maybe you need to be rethinking that habit in the first place. Just some food for thought. And maybe if you're trying to quit a habit like smoking, shout out to Evan who I chatted with about quitting smoking this week, then the first step is to make it more attractive. Like you could do that by cutting it down from two cigarettes during a break to one, right? So you're not cutting out entirely, but you're you're scaling it back, right? Sometimes just by making it more obvious and easy, that also increases attractiveness. Another way to make something more attractive is to tie it to something you already do or enjoy doing. So James Clear calls this habit stacking. So for example, I hate meal planning, but I enjoy a cocktail on a Friday night. And so I meal plan for the week, I order groceries online, and then my reward is that I get my cocktail. (laughs) Or for when I did go to like physically go to the grocery store, It wasn't always the most fun to shop, 
But what was attractive was that I could listen to a podcast or an audiobook and I would get a break from my like highly energetic kids. Sometimes it's not about making the habit itself more attractive, but what comes with it, what surrounds that more attractive. And finally, making it satisfying. Remember I said that we don't like to do hard things unless they are satisfying? Well, case in point, all of my self-isolating friends who are taking on 2,000-piece puzzles. <laughs> I even saw on Instagram yesterday a friend who was doing a clear plastic puzzle. I kid you not, like there is nothing to guide her. But she wouldn't do it unless it was satisfying, right? If at the end of the habit you feel worse, then it's not satisfying. There are days I don't want to work out or that I don't want to have a hard conversation or that I don't want to parent or that I don't want to do a key part of my work. But 95% of the time, once I do it, I feel better or satisfied. So again, I'm not saying don't do hard things, but there has to be some element of it that satisfies you, whether in the moment, the after effect, the progress that you're making, or the way it makes you feel. So again, make it obvious, make it easy, make it attractive, and make it satisfying. According to James Clear, when those key principles are in place, you can build a new habit. We don't have time to go into it today, which is why like you 100% need to buy Atomic Habits by James Clear. But if you want to break a habit, you simply like reverse all of those rules. You make it invisible, make it hard, make it unattractive, and make it dissatisfying. So seriously, if you want to know how to break your bad habits, go buy that book. Okay, friends. As you tackle the Stress Less Habits Challenge, I want you to always keep those four principles in mind every single month. They're going to help you really master the habits without waiting for like a magical number of days to pass and use these principles for all the other habits in your life that you want to develop or you want to break and you're going to see massive change. So again, if you want to join us on the Stressless Habits Challenge, go to stresslesshabits.com and you'll get the emails with all of the information each week and some bonus resources and over on Instagram at Stressless Ladies, I'm going to be doing some super fun giveaways. It's going to be an incredible time. You are going to see lasting stress reduction if you do the work, if you actually give this a go. And I know you don't have oodles of time. That's why we've created this challenge so that you can just layer it in bit by bit and see lasting stress reduction. Okay, friends, have a fantastic week. I'm excited to catch up with you next time. We're going to be talking to Deirdre from Sweet Relief Pastries. Uh, We're going to be talking about the joy in that career that she's got, how she sort of managed that change during the pandemic. And there might even be a super sweet giveaway. Just saying. So again, you can find me on Instagram at Stress Ladies. Have a fantastic week. We'll catch you next time.